0: The following program contains coarse yeah, language and nudity. Discretion is advised. Otherwise it's the end. But I think, you know, today, since we are missing Christmas, mm-hmm. we get to do whatever we want. Yes. And we don't have to we worry have about... We the
1: record button and we get to do what we
0: want. Well, the record button's been hit for a long
1: time. Uh-huh. I know what red looks like.
0: <laughs> Good. somebody needs to look hair. at it.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So, what's new in your part of the world with trans people and all that?
1: Oh, my God, the trans. Well, I'm excited about the upcoming Unity Banquet in Houston. We went from tiptoeing in, and I think a lot of people thought it was in November still, since we had to move it last year for Harvey. And then all (laughs) of a sudden, there's this big build-in ticket sales, which I get excited about, mainly because it means people are coming and talking about it. So that's coming up September 15th.
0: Yeah, and you know, one of the interesting things is right now where we're sitting, as we do this podcast, we could end up in really deep trouble because we still show that we have two tables available, but we only have six seats and each table has eight. So that's 16 that we're open for sale.
1: And we can't even turn the phone off on this episode because we have people coming by and dropping stuff off. And it's it's great. We have a lot of different sponsors that are really helpful. Wow,
0: do we have a lot of sponsors this year?
1: it's nice to know that the community uh, like cares about us and is willing to put their dollar down and share a night with us
0: yep absolutely and we have a bunch of politicians whose campaigns are sponsoring and so we certainly hope most of them get elected I'm thinking for a minute with our sponsors. Yeah, I hope all of our sponsors get elected. (laughs) (laughs) You know, there's a few that I maybe wouldn't be enthusiastic about, but they they aren't sponsoring anyway, so that's fine.
1: Yeah, well, this is – everybody kind of always wondered, like, well, what kind of event do I get into? So I've been answering a lot of questions. Like, you know, it's really a fun time, not a stuffy time. Um, It's not boring. You you socialize, and then you share a meal, and then you listen to great speakers. I'm really excited about our speakers this year because – I want to hear about what their life journey has held. We have uh, Shane from Austin, and as long as the non-binary term has existed, they finally took that label on because they're like, oh, this has been me. I've just been waiting for a label, you know? And,
0: and one of the things that's sort of funny with that one, mm-hmm. I've gotten a bunch, uh-huh. and over 10, I'll put it that really? way, emails about... The posting we made was Shane.
1: Really? Yeah,
0: they were explaining that we'd misspelled some words.
1: Oh, did we now? Yeah,
0: yeah, and 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 the words we misspelled happened to be Shane's pronouns.
1: Oh well, <laughs> and, this is not the first nor the last email that, unfortunately, you're getting them, but usually it's Shane and I just copied and pasted.
0: <laughs> oh, absolutely. I, I mean, the the, the he here they think that was supposed yeah. to be her or his. Absolutely. And and I'm yeah. like, nope, not really. Here's, nope. here's here's a link to where you can go look yep. at some of the alternative yes, uh, good. pronouns yes, and, yes, and I, I saved it so that i can get element. to it quickly
1: thank you <laughs> i mean uh, i
0: have all sorts of trouble remembering which ones i use for which but sure, i'm working on it sure <laughs> I, I think
1: when you don't have a lot of people in front of you and you don't get that practice it's not that easy and and uh shane has a compassionate heart about that really and um and i look forward to just we had a lot of requests for texas leadership to be talking people who are are successful in texas going into the next legislation like how can we all kind of band together create that unity part of our title and when that kept coming to mind as a request i immediately thought of shane because shane's always out there doing like inclusive training work in Austin and has been around for a really long time. And we haven't had that sort of expression on our mic at the unity banquet yet that I've heard of maybe back in the day we did, but I've only heard of so many. So I'm glad that they can come.
0: And I think everything evolves. That's sort of the nice thing about it. Uh, one of the things we always laugh about with the Unity Banquet is it always has a theme. Every year it yeah. has a theme. We don't yeah. know what it's going to be till after the banquet.
1: Oh, I mean, I... <laughs> but I, you look
0: back and you're like, oh, that was the theme.
1: Yeah, I don't... I didn't, I didn't you know, I got to talk to Shane. I didn't give any sort of... Um, parameters to which they could talk because, um, I don't like it when speakers come and you say what they can do, and what they can't do, you know? Oh yeah. yeah. And I mean, I mean, Let my big thing yeah.
0: And with a couple of our speakers, they're like, well, what should I talk about? I'm mm-hmm. like, what would you like to talk about?
1: Right. Right.
0: And they're like, well, there's several things, but I'm not sure it'd be appropriate. I'm like, I don't think there's anything that's inappropriate for right. our group.
1: Yeah. <laughs> We're yeah. all pretty
0: much adults and there are some kids in the room, so you might want to be slightly careful, but you'd really have to go some because they're pretty mm-hmm. experienced kids mm-hmm. if it happened.
1: And I'm saying they because we have multiple speakers. So the other speaker, uh, Trudy, is from a Navajo background, and I don't think we get to hear a lot about indigenous people all the time either. So I'm glad she can make it.
0: Yeah, so it's sort of interesting. There are several people in Houston that aren't usually excited about the Unity Banquet who are very excited about it because Trudy's speaking.
1: Come on, Trudy. Come to Houston. <laughs> and, and
0: and that'll be interesting to see what they think mm-hmm. on that side, too. Mm-hmm. But we also have other speakers. Yes. I mean, we have people talking about some of the new things that's going on with some of the other groups around. Um, oh, yeah.
1: Like what? Like, like what are Like flags. Okay. Well, they are having a 40th and, year anniversary. And
0: if someone said, well, what are they going to talk about? I don't know. I have uh, no whatever idea.
1: Whatever they feel like. They've I- been around for <laughs> 40 years. Get out of the way. And yeah.
0: then, you know, we, we're... Still confirming our intro speaker, but I think we know who it's going to be. I think think it's been pretty conferred. strong
1: suspicion. <laughs> <You> <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. That and scary. that
0: sort of stuff. So I, I think it'll be really interesting. And, and this will be the largest banquet we've had as far as number of attendees What's and number the, of sponsors. What,
1: so you said we had like maybe 10 seats left before, no, two seats left no, we before had, we got on this.
0: Before we got on the podcast, we were down to four seats.
1: Four seats. Okay. And so how many people are we ca- like seriously capping off with?
0: Well, two fifty six is this what we 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 have bags for two fifty six, mugs for two fifty six, mugs or something we have to get yes. and, and and those sorts of things, and. According to the hotel, they think that 256 is sort of the top for the room, but we're looking. There's a couple of places that we think we have room for a couple more tables, so (laughs) Mm -hmm. who knows, and we'll Mm -hmm. finesse the mugs, you know. Yeah,
1: we'll we'll see. That's pretty big in Houston, you know. I mean, I wonder what it's like in other places, but that's pretty big. Well,
0: especially for an event like ours. Mm -hmm. I mean... There, there's certainly you know other fundraisers that have had way more people, but they spend a lot of money to bring in like a name person. We try not to right. do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we want people who are going to be famous, not people who are. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and you look at a lot of the people mm-hmm. we've had at the banquet, and they turn out to suddenly be extremely popular, shall we say? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: and a lot of times, and then we of course have awards, yeah. and and that's all secret, so we can't talk about who gets we awards. We cannot
1: talk about that. Mm-mm. And
0: and you know it, it's. It's so secret, I'm not even sure I know who gets them. Well, maybe we,
1: maybe we could talk about it when it happens, after it happens, <laughs> if people care. But I think it's great because it highlights the good work that's being done because there's so much uh, messaging out there that maybe people don't care, maybe we're not inclusive, maybe it's just horrible to be a trans person, especially in Houston, you know, the South, the South, the South. Like, But that's not my everyday personal experience, so... Building into the Unity Banquet, I appreciate these constant reminders of that, actually. Right.
0: And it's always interesting with the awards, and we may have spoken about this a while back, but when we go into the awards meeting to decide who gets them, Mm -hmm. we don't really know who's going to end up Mm -mm. getting the awards. And usually I'm as surprised as anyone else. Mm -hmm. And and, and that's sort of cool. And and I've never had any that I wasn't supportive of. It's just Mm -hmm. it wouldn't have been what I would have expected. Right.
1: But when you talk it out and you come to, oh, yeah, you know, this yeah, conclusion. That's where consensus. it should go. Yeah, uh-huh.
0: But I think it'll be a, a really nice event. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and uh, this year we're actually ahead of the curve. Usually we're panicking on things at the last minute and we're panicking a week out now on those things. So, <laughs> so that's much better.
1: Well, if you had to guess how many emails you have to answer just as far to create the Unity Bakelite, how many emails would you oh, guess? I have no
0: idea. There were over 200 yesterday.
1: That you sent or that you had to read? That I
0: had to respond to.
1: That you had to respond to.
0: Yeah. And, and, and these aren't that's our... That's a big deal. You know, Banquet staff people, these are people either asking Mm questions or you know
1: and how many phone calls did you get interrupted with while you're emailing it's just constant yeah <laughs> you're like, i and, didn't and, even count and you that. know
0: and, and i throw mine out there because being retired i can actually do it so right. it's fine it helps. It and helps. and the nice thing is that we have really good staff that's really picking up a lot of the stuff this year mm-hmm. so there's time to do that that's beautiful and and you know it, it's one of those things that if there's no time and you had to do seven other things uh-huh. then no that that's not okay but, but but it's
1: also one of those things that if your like heart goes out to being like a personal secretary Then we could definitely take on another volunteer. Uh, Yes, we could. And also, we're already looking for speakers for next year. So, I don't know if you're listening to the podcast and you have some good ideas, or maybe you're available. Like, let's talk about it.
0: Let us know. Mm -hmm. And and you know, it's there's no right or wrong as far as speakers go. And and frequently we'll be saying, well, we need to find someone like this, and someone mentions. Another person that's totally different. We're like, yeah, I like that one. Totally different. <laughs> you totally know? different. Because the idea is to just, you know, find people that are interesting, that are doing interesting things. And our. Our attendees are not a naive group. Let's put it that way. Uh, nope. They're very, very, very well versed in most <laughs> of the stuff we talk about. Now, there's some yep. new people, and that's all fine too. And they they tend to get up to speed really fast mm-hmm. when they're around mm-hmm. this group because it's a very interesting group.
1: Yeah, it's it's a great group. That's a
0: great group. And Whoa. so that'll be next Saturday. And when this podcast airs, I think
1: who knows it'll already happen be passed yeah
0: in which case it will have been a really great time it'd
1: be absolutely great all four <laughs> seats are totally gonna be sold out
0: <laughs> oh yeah well i it think we'll probably like, oversell want, by the time we're done with the podcast 200
1: <laughs> more emails till then but yeah most but, likely yeah uh,
0: but but you know i think that'll really be good the the neat thing about it is it's a community event mm-hmm and it, do, it doesn't matter whether you consider yourself part of the transgender community in mm-hmm. the greater word or not. If you show up at that event, you will be because everyone has a lot of fun actually just talking and mixing and socializing before and after the formal presentations. And, and that's part of the the mm-hmm. thing that we want from it. That's the thing that makes it different than some of the other events. Mm-hmm. Uh, we. I believe most of the people who attend regularly understand that we don't like script our speakers. Yeah, they they understand. <laughs> you know, they understand. And, <laughs> and so every now and then, if you if you look at the people who are in charge of the banquet, their eyes will be really big, saying things like "No, no. <laughs> and it doesn't matter. Everything just goes on anyway, yeah. and and that. But uh, I you know I, I think that's part of the thing that makes it interesting and good, and that people enjoy it. And I've never heard anyone complain about the banquet in general i've heard people complain about the the food and Mm. that's sort of normal and i've heard people complain that the speakers were boring and that's normal but then they're like a speaker was boring
1: (laughs) right not every one thing is for one person we have such a mixed group and i mean complaints are like opinions you know like everyone has it and i'm always like oh what did you do to help this happen You know, like, that's my response. But I appreciate people's feedback because it does lead to new openings. And the majority
0: are smiling and talking about it and all like that as they leave the room. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, yeah, that's good.
1: We have been able to film some of our speakers. And so if you're interested um, in our Kate Bornstein speech, you can go to the unitybanquet.com and click on her video. And if you... uh, even Google Unity Bankway, I think you can see the Anise Parker speech and the the Ed Emmett speech, which was amazing. So you could actually watch some of these things from afar if it feels like it'll perk you up. The Kate speech was the best (laughs) talk on gender that I've seen yet, you know, and I watch it often, honestly.
0: I've watched it probably three times, which is really unusual. Yeah. And, and the thing was that it was, you know, Kate was talking to the audience uh-huh. and interacting with the audience to a pretty good degree because right. there were a lot of people there that Kate certainly respected and who, yep. and a whole room full of people that respect her. And so it didn't come out as being totally scripted or anything no. else.
1: No, there's there's definitely some interactions with the crowd. And then I always tell people, um, especially local people, if you're having a really down day about Houston, like watch this and remember that the people that are cheering and eating like you can hear both of them as she's talking are like about 200 people probably a little bit more but like definitely 200 people from houston ish in this area that are cheering with her like that's your community Yeah, you
0: know and one of the things that we do that's really funny because a lot of the banquet um uh locations aren't used to it is that we expect food service while we're talking. We don't slow down. You know, we do the presentation right. and it's going. that'd be weird.
1: We'd be there forever.
0: And, <laughs> oh, exactly. And, and an awful lot of the bank, which want, you know, everything to stop so that they aren't interrupted. And we're mm-hmm. like, our people can talk over. Mm. We, we've been talking over people forever.
1: We are multitaskers. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like,
0: like just mm. keep it rolling.
1: <laughs> yeah. we're you're, Yeah. It's like, no, no, no. Having <laughs> to wait for the cake or the speaker. That's horrible. That's torture. Right.
2: <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah. And, and we always have to explain that to the hotels uh, that are doing it. It's like, no, no. No, no we, keep it rolling. We say that at this point you start service. <laughs> we have a
1: dance party to get to. <laughs> it,
0: it does not matter who's speaking. No, it could be the mayor. No. It could be, you know, whoever. We don't care, mm-hmm. you know, when it's time to start the food service, just bring it on out. Be as nice and quiet as you can, but don't worry about it if you make noise. Yeah. And, and it almost makes it feel like a, you know, a family party or something. Yes, Yeah. That that's of thing. been thing And, you know, there's a lot of things that – happen around houston that are terribly community oriented if i look mm-hmm. at it that way or come from the community as opposed to formal organizations mm-hmm. like we are actually mm-hmm. and that sort of stuff it it it's like we were talking earlier about uh one of the restaurants that's sort uh-huh. of sort of the go-to place when yep. you decide that someone's stressed enough that they need to eat and you know I, the, the number of times that each of us have sort of said are you hungry? You want to little,
1: let's go chat. Are you hungry? Talk. I mean, yeah.
0: I was having a really bad day last week. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like several bad days that decided to all show up at once. Yep. And, and just right there and so, front door. so Robin says, "Want to get something?" To eat? Yeah. Are you hungry? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like don't even deal with it. Yeah. Just, let's go eat. Let's go. And yeah. it was
1: delicious. And, and
0: yeah, absolutely. That's and, where we
1: had our hotcakes. <laughs> it is.
0: That's exactly what we had. And and you know that happens more often than you might think mm-hmm. and and a lot of times these are people don't know don't know anything about them and it's, yeah. you know they you don't
1: you don't have to know much about them personally but I, there's always a a similar theme of the conversation you know in my in my experience and and then the interesting thing is they come back and they're like wow it really made such a big difference and you know thank you so much and i i go, gosh i must it must have been a burden or it must have been new or different i was like Not really. (laughs) I'm not trying to take away from your experience, but this this is a thing that happens. Like we need to sometimes have a one-on-one and lift each other up. And for people that aren't banquet people or crowd people, um, I'm just reminded of in this moment that I think the banquet, what 26 years ago was it started in a in a in a restaurant, like just a little lunch. Yeah, it, it
0: was basically smaller. Several, <laughs> several groups that have been feuding. Start with what
1: you can do, and then build out. Yep. Like you know, you don't have to. I mean, because like yeah, if you're sitting there wherever, and you don't have you have only one community member or five. Like I don't want to you know, poo poo <laughs> on that. But it, it, this is built up over 26 years, right? Right. Yeah, and it started. In a in a restaurant?
0: Yeah, it was yeah. a restaurant. It was several groups that had been feuding that mm-hmm. decided they just go eat. Yeah, <laughs> Essentially, you're we gonna have to share the, a meal. That's a, a that's unity banquet Southern. type yeah. thing, yeah. And, and that really does work.
1: Uh huh. Uh
0: huh. So yeah, there was one of the stress balls we that stress lays around balls. the table yeah. that started rolling yeah. everywhere. It's that well, was what the pause but was. We
1: decided that uh, we're not gonna do anything
0: stressful for this podcast. Nope, nothing whatsoever. No? Which means. We're going on community. We're going on lots of things that are happening. Lots of things. And, you know, in Houston, it's sort of interesting because it's not terribly formal, the the things that happen. And people are like, well, how do you find out about this person that needs this? I don't know. Somebody will notice them, Mm -hmm. call and say, could Mm -hmm. you get in touch with this or give them a phone number? And And away it goes. It's
1: kind of that grassroots DIY sort of feel. Like, I had someone message me a longtime lesbian that I have known in the periphery. Like, I don't speak with her often. She messaged me the other day and said, Hey, I had a friend who, uh, their kid come out as gender fluid like i don't necessarily feel like a therapist is the right match but maybe it is what do you think i know you know more about this and i gave her p flag and i gave her gender infinity and i gave her like a few other things and then also gave her some things to like look out for going into the season that we're going into and just it was just like, Wow. You know, like she's like, Thank you so much. That's just really what I needed. And uh I laughed. I think I told you I think I need a template or something. Yeah, <laughs> pretty,
0: pretty much. Because that
1: happens all the time too, well, right? It does. And and yeah. you know, and,
0: and it's it's sort of like when we were doing the screenings and things, a number of candidates who said, Can I ask you a question? Yeah, <laughs> and then it's like, like, Here we go again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Play that song again, DJ. Yep, yeah. that's what it is like. Right.
0: And 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 I think the biggest thing about that that I I find is that people are being comfortable enough to do that. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. more so than in the past, so that they're actually just uh, reaching out saying, okay, my kid or my nephew or I or -hmm. whatever have sort of known for a while or figured out that I'm I'm not exactly (laughs) the gender I've been presenting. (laughs) What do I do?
1: Uh, (laughs) Yeah, that response, the response time is good. The reach out time is good. It's getting better. And that's got to, that's got to stand for something, you yeah. know, um, it just, it just has to. And I think that we're building these bridges. And then when I see these resources that I'm sending them, like Flag having 40 years, like gender infinity being a sort of family and, um, practitioner uh, conference that's now gone off so many times it's reliable and you know I see the Texas non-discrimination summit doing other things besides the summit that's a lot to take on but it's great that we have so much resources right here and if we can do that here it just gives me hope that and
0: and, and remember you know people can build wherever
1: (laughs) yes people can build wherever exactly
0: and 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 I I say you know this is Texas because a lot of people just don't understand that Texas is sort of strange. Mm-hmm. And it's strange in the fact that it can be terribly conservative and not really.
1: Right. <laughs> um, right.
0: In fact, I was reading something earlier today where Dan Patrick, who is not our favorite person in office i mean basically he he pushed every one of the bathroom bills Mm -hmm. that was pushed Mm -hmm. and and he's lieutenant governor he likes maybe that
1: gabble thing a lot yeah (laughs) yes yes especially
0: when people are testifying and saying things that are positive about trans people but apparently mike collier who's running against him is starting to gain fairly rapidly okay And, and and there's some people even on the uh conservative side uh-huh. who don't particularly like Dan Patrick. Mm-hmm. I can understand why. But, mm-hmm. but uh that would be really interesting. Mike if would be a good there. match
1: for both of them, I yep. think. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean Mike Mike Collier's quite qualified. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean everybody says that.
1: A qualified person for the job? <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> hey look, not everybody can be a weatherman before they become <laughs> lieutenant governor. <laughs> You know, we might want to go qualify people from here on out. Oh, we could vote them in. Yes.
0: No, imagine that. <laughs> so, so put you put it know, on they, your
1: calendar now. There's there's some of those things
0: that I think are becoming mm. interesting. When there was really no chance, right? Uh, at, when when we're first looking at it, because he had pretty much a stranglehold on the Republican side. Well, apparently, it's become looser. Shall uh-huh. we say
1: <laughs> one finger at a time? <laughs> <Apparently>. <laughs> and,
0: Sounds and like that, the middle that,
1: finger. That
0: would be. Regardless of who went in, that would be an amazingly positive thing for the transgender community.
1: Well, Uh, and for Texas, not getting special sessions all the time, right? I mean, we could be using our monies elsewhere. There could be other topics to talk about.
0: Exactly. And that that was the governor that calls a special session. But the lieutenant governor is the one that pushed him into it this last time. I think
1: they're in a little partnership together. Yeah. Yeah. Got a little do do going on there.
0: And one of the things that was interesting about this article was they were discussing how Abbott, who is the current governor mm-hmm. and probably will be the next governor. That's just my guess. Would be much more comfortable if not. Mike Collier was lieutenant governor. Well. And I'm that that's sort of mm-hmm. new for anyone to be saying that sort mm-hmm. of thing. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see. Mm-hmm. But but it could be interesting and I'll just be glad when November's over mm-hmm. so that we either know that things are getting much better Great. or much worse.
1: If, yeah. Yep. <laughs> At least we
0: know as opposed mm-hmm. to sitting here waiting.
1: Yeah, this uh, sus- I don't do suspense very well.
0: No, yeah. me either. <laughs> I'm sort of like, can we get this over with? Let's make it and, happen. And in Texas, we've been having elections for this election since late January, early February.
1: Even people... Or since February, I guess, I don't yeah. know, people who vote or don't vote. Like, we talk an awfully lot about that, but it is the one thing that you can do, you yeah. know? I mean, and, and, it, and there are really great people that are running right now.
0: Yeah, and it's really the only thing you can do to fix things when you really come down to it. I mean, unless you want to go out and do something revolutionary or whatever, which generally doesn't work out. But but you know, voting actually will work.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, and yeah, just put it in your if calendar. It, if it seems like it's hard to vote, mm-hmm. it's because the people who think differently than you are trying to make it hard to vote. Right. And to me, that means you got to get off your butt and don't care what it takes, just. Make mm-hmm. sure you vote. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're doing all sorts of voter suppression stuff. They, there's been a group here in Houston that actually uh, challenged the voter registration for about four thousand people, and they challenged it based on the address that was listed on your voter ID. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those addresses were PO boxes or like UPS store boxes or whatever. Uh-huh. And the key is there's two addresses when you uh, register to vote here. One of them is your actual legal address where you are registered to vote. The other is where you want your information delivered. Well, that the only sense. one that is public is the one where you want your information delivered. Okay. So they challenge those, which means that uh, the clerk, I don't know whether it's district or county, but one of the two, whoever does the uh, voter registration, stands standard in this case, has to go through... Nope. Sorry. Ann Bennett, in this case, the other clerk, Uh uh, has to go through every one of the registrations and check and see if it's correct. And that's required by law. Now, it seems that Ann may have skipped that step and just removed them from the rolls. And and when I say Ann, it's her people. It's not her, Uh of course. And so now they're trying to figure out what to do so so if, if you are in Texas be sure and check and make sure you haven't been suspended because what happens is you'll be your voter registration will be suspended and that'll make it harder to vote and that was the whole idea uh-huh. from the group that did it the group were predominantly uh, conservative Republicans or the mm. that did that and mm-hmm. trust me there aren't any heavy conservative Republicans on their list that they're challenging mm-hmm So, you know, it's it's something you just have to look at. But but the more, I, you know, when I think about it, it's like, okay, they're going to make it really hard. Yeah. Then that means you just got to work your butt off harder and and insist that you vote.
1: Yes. Insist. We already got the right to vote. Let's use it. Right. Well, we have to keep it. That's the big thing. Otherwise,
0: (laughs) we won't have the right to vote. And I noticed that, you know, several organizations Mm -hmm. have started to do, several trans organizations have started to do get out the vote type activities if you will that's good um i've I've seen several things show up in the last four or five days and and it's not with other organizations it's not with you know one of the parties or anything else it's the trans organization saying look we need to get out there and vote
1: that's really important i mean for the community by the community and and those one-to-one conversations make a huge difference because i find when i ask people uh especially millennials because they get knocked for not showing up i'll be like hey you're clearly a millennial what's up? Like, that's all I say. And, <laughs> and they start to tell me like some of the limitations and barriers we kind of talk it out. And, and really what it comes down to for most people in Houston, we have early voting for like two weeks or something. Yeah. It's just a matter of getting to a location that you could get to in the two weeks before that whole Tuesday night shenanigan thing. Like nobody wants to wait in line. Great. Go early.
0: Well, and, and this election there will be lines regardless of when you go to vote. Mm-hmm. At least I believe there will be. But the nice thing about the that's early good. voting is that you can vote anywhere. Mm-hmm. Now, where you run into problems is if you wait till actual election day, which is November 6th, then you have to vote at your home precinct. And if there's a long line, you're stuck in the long line. Uh-huh. If you go to the wrong precinct, you have to go to another one.
1: That's the hard part. And
0: and that that's the really hard part. So. You know, I keep telling everyone, you know, get out and early, vote. If if it's something that you think is quote difficult unquote, get a group of you together, mm-hmm. go out, do early vote, then go out and get something to eat right afterwards.
1: Yep. Have fun. Like, why yeah. not just have fun with it? Exactly. Yeah. And
0: and let's say there's a really long line.
1: Mm-hmm. Talk to the
0: people in the line. They're sort of cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I, I usually meet a dozen or two people that I haven't met before mm-hmm. when I'm standing in line. I actually like the long lines, which mm-hmm. is a little weird. But
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, a captive audience. No, yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> time, time, you know, t- time to ask questions. They say yes. stuff like, oh, really? You really uh-huh. think
1: that? Uh-huh. <laughs> and,
0: and that sort of thing and and, and you know it, it's the other thing that is you really should do is go online for your state whatever it is and look up the election rules yep um you know in texas there's uh, picture id required and there's certain kinds that you know are necessary but there's some other things that you can do as alternatives and you know go look it up it's easy. it's not hard reading or anything and figure out what the real rules are because the people at the polls may not have it straight Yep, I mean they they may say, "Oh, well, you know, you don't have a driver's license, so you can't vote." That's mm-hmm. not true. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole bunch of other things you can use.
1: They're human beings that may not have it right, or they're purposefully not having and it right. Yes. But either way, let's get it right for them. And, let's and just so, help you know, them so, help so sort of know what you're doing. Get your
0: vote, and and I, you know, it it, it will be really interesting to see what happens mm-hmm. in November because mm-hmm. I know everybody says, oh, it's going to be like a blue wave. I'm not so sure. I don't know. I, I think the whole thing is so confused that
1: I really want the purple wave. Like that's just yeah. Where I think I'm purple's at. actually a good. That's killer. really where I'm at. People are like, oh, <laughs> not always, this lifetime. I've always I'm, like, liked I'm purple. like, hey, listen, like I'm not against the blue, but like let's just slide right in with purple and get it done. Yeah, like, you yeah, know? and
0: and, and yeah. elect elect the good people and mm-hmm. just don't worry about the rest of them. Yeah. 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 No, I think that's the the best way to go.
1: And they're like, well, it's not possible. And I'm like, well, you also thought that a president that wasn't qualified also wasn't possible. But that happened. So, yeah, it certainly did. Yeah, let's let's (laughs) let's ride that purple in. So um, have you seen the campaign for Maddie? In the trans community, we're talking about trans things that are happening, right? Uh-huh. The little girl, Maddie, there was a GoFundMe that got started to help her and her yeah. family move to Houston.
0: Right, from Oklahoma.
1: I like to check in on this because it makes me feel better. Every time the <laughs> amount goes up and everyone writes their I'm afraid notes,
0: to, I'm afraid it's still going. It we is. got to
1: start a college for Maddie. Uh like, what if we started a Harvey Milk school like here in Houston? I don't know. I daydream. But uh, it's up to $54,000. Cool. Yep, with 1,539 people supported it in just 22 days. I can't wait to meet Maddie, but I, I'm really excited by the community getting up under well, that. And,
0: and you you know those probably are not all trans people, which is the cool part.
1: They're totally not all trans people. I mean, and,
0: and, you know, I mean, I like the fact that it, yeah. it seems to be becoming okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
1: Some of the people write notes saying, like, I am so sorry this happened. Uh, We don't want this to happen for you in general in life. This isn't all people. And then they're the ones that donated. So it's pretty cool. And,
0: and, you know, I just hope they aren't disappointed wherever they go.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: And, and, you know, you you can be because things can go wrong about anywhere, anywhere, anyway. Anywhere. One one of the big things, though, is if you've been public about it, which they have, that makes it less likely that it'll go wrong.
1: Yes, well, in the world of internet saturation, it's nice to see positive things like support coming out for her spring up out of nowhere. I didn't, I didn't imagine, you know, that she would. You know, bullying's going to happen, but you of never course. know that a campaign's going to get started and her whole family gets supported. That's great,
0: right? And I mean that that I don't remember this happening before anywhere.
1: Yeah. And then and then they want to come to Houston. It's Houston, like Rachel <laughs> likes to say, Rachel Maddow. <laughs> So yeah Houston tends to
0: Houston, surprise people
1: Houston yeah. and,
0: and you know it it's just sort of like uh, the the meeting I was at which is a public meeting where the mayor just decided he'd drop in last Grant, night right I
1: don't want to take a left and go to the meeting yeah, <laughs> yeah and I mean that's pretty much what happened
0: yeah. you know there, there were some things that he wasn't overly pleased with and mm-hmm. he's like okay
1: <laughs> that's what happens when people tweet in real time he's like oh, oh yeah. I can go now like yeah. I'm just and gonna go like over there another yeah.
0: he's like we're Good. going over there yeah. let's go over there Smart. and and you know, for the fourth largest city, it's mm. funny because it's like a small town, and it right. really is yeah and and you know, and everybody's like, "Oh, yep, he's here, yep. okay, I guess yep. we'll listen, okay, but uh it you know and and if that happened like once every ten years, it'd be something different, but it right. doesn't, it's just the All norm the time. Right. it's right. Like you never know who's mm. going to show up places Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: so, what, are, what are some of the other things?
0: Do uh, you know Cory Booker? Do you know who Cory Booker is?
1: I don't think so. What well,
0: about it? Cory Booker happens to be one of these people in Washington
1: uh-huh.
0: <laughs> That that's in the hearing I in the Senate. I was thinking
1: of Cory Silverberg for a second. No. Yeah. <laughs> in,
0: he's in the hearing in the Senate uh-huh. for a certain justice that maybe we're hmm. concerned about becoming a Supreme Court Okay, justice. and. The majority on the committee decided they would just take some of the negative things and not release them to the public and call them uh, essentially committee confidential. Oh! And Cory Booker uh, basically said, this is bullshit. I'm releasing them. And if you want to kick me Mm -hmm. out of the Senate, go for it. Bring it. And then... The rest of the Democrats on the committee said, "No, I'm releasing him too. We're all releasing him. We don't care what mm-hmm. you say." And this is a, you know, an act of civil disobedience. Yep. And I've
1: I've known a few Corys in my life, and they have that come for me tone, <laughs> and, you know. The then, bring it.
0: Yeah, and then one of the people on CNN said, "Well, you know, there've been rumors that Booker is looking to run for president next time." <laughs> Which, well,
1: if Oprah's not going to do it, someone has to. You know,
0: and that. Now, the the thing that I find interesting is that. To actually eject Cory Booker or any of the other people from the Senate requires a two-thirds vote, which everyone knows you can't get. Okay. But it looks really good on paper saying, I don't really care, come at me, which is what he pretty much said.
1: It's documented. (laughs) And he's calling out all the things they were trying to keep on the hush. for him. And so
0: then apparently in the the middle of the night after this was sort of happening. before in
1: the middle of the night.
0: Yeah, but before they got back into committee, Mm -hmm. the Republicans decided to release them and make them non-committee uh, confidential so that they could say he didn't really release confidential
2: documents.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and, but Cronin didn't know that, apparently, when he was charging him with releasing them. So it, it's sort of interesting. It, it's become uh, different than the norm, shall we say, with uh-huh. the committee. Uh, the other thing that occurred to me is that this little bit about the release documents mm-hmm. took up a lot of time.
1: Oh, and and the Democrats' persisted. only choice
0: is to delay, so mm-hmm. I think it's another delay, shall uh-huh. we say. All right. And a lot of times you go with that. So, so it, it's it's getting interesting because they're actually doing some things that uh, I, I don't think will be successful, but at least they're trying things as opposed to just sitting there and saying, oh, well, nothing we can do.
1: That's important.
0: Yeah. The other, you know, it's something that I've been paying a little bit of attention to, you know, Last year, oh, about this time, we were certainly recovering from a little rainstorm called Harvey.
1: (laughs) I actually had the, like, Labor Day weekend. uh, Yeah, it's like a year out from Harvey, and I, I thought that during the actual weekend, I would have heard more about it or well, more woes about it. But I think it hit me during the Labor Day weekend. Like, oh, this is what we were doing last year. And I started seeing all of our posts exactly and things. And, and people would call me with like their little hangnail, you know, problems. <laughs> like they had problems. And I was like, our city is not underwater. Call me later. Like, yeah, like pretty I have much. to celebrate this part first. And it's not a real problem because we've seen real problems last year.
0: And, and the thing about it is that I've lived in Houston for quite a while. Uh-huh in houston uh, you know when we get into august and on into september mm-hmm. you pretty much hear about every time there's a tropical storm headed for the gulf or one in the gulf
1: got to keep an eye on I it i
0: mean it's just sort of constant
1: there's one in there right now <laughs> this year
0: nobody cares yeah like, like if it oh, ain't harvey call it, me later it's, it's smaller yeah. than harvey forget oh, it oh my god it's not gonna get here and yeah. i mean you know there's like three lined up out in the atlantic and and you know, a few three years it. ago, we unless would have been I hearing have about to. the every can't day. It now it's sort I of like, yeah, to. whatever. <laughs>
1: yeah, Unless I have to, I can't do it. Can't and, and
0: I, you know, and I don't know whether it's just avoidance or if we've decided, you know, if it's not as big as Harvey, what the heck? We survived that one more or less. So. There's
1: some victories in knowing just how far you can, uh, you know, how far you can go during a crisis, like how long you can last, how much you can help. And I, I really appreciated just how many people came together and actually helped people, but as far as floods go, you know if you're going to flood or not flood. You know what you can withstand or not withstand, you know, barring flooding from from like plumbing. Right. But the actual flooding, I mean, we took on like 40 inches. So if it's not 40. 55
0: it, was the worst yeah, area. Yeah. And 40 to 50 inches was normal.
1: If, if they're like, <laughs> this storm's calling for two. It's like, forget it. Like, <laughs> thanks for doing your job, but I'm not worried, you know. <sighs> right. And, and, you know, there's
0: all sorts of problems, but I think a lot of, if we had even the same flooding, I think it would be better because a lot of the houses right. that did flood have either not been rebuilt or have been raised or whatever. And some of the things, you know, there were other changes. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's not solved by any means. But I think a year later, things are better, even there's though there's a, a lot of people just, still rebuilding.
1: Yeah, there's a lot that has been done in the year and there's more to go. And everyone's on a different playing field with that one. You know, they really are.
0: But I I found it really interesting when I was just looking at the weather and I'm like, wow, there's, you know, a tropical storm that's strengthening in the Gulf and nobody said a word about it. Yeah, call (laughs) me later. And then I look and there's a couple or three out in the Atlantic and we Mm -hmm. have what... I think it's Invest uh, 92L, which is something that's going to be investigated that they think is going to strengthen. It's coming off of Africa right now. Okay. But it actually is lined up in the right spot to get to us if it was going to get anywhere. Okay. Okay. I mean, it could go any place because it's way out. But I'm like... Normally, two years ago, we would have been hearing about this on TV, reading about it in the paper, seeing all sorts yeah. of internet stuff. And it's like now, it's like well, whatever.
1: and My uh the house I was living in during Allison in 2001 was in a no flood zone and took on two and a half feet of water. And ever since then, my family has been worried every rainstorm that comes is like, is this the one? Is this the one? Is it going to happen again? You know, like we all go and like, even though I'm not at that house anymore, I get stir crazy. I start packing things like I, you know, we put them in our little bins and stuff and. Live it up off the floor why am I doing this I just post-traumatic storm stress but I don't have that anymore after Harvey I'm like you know if it ain't Harvey
0: (laughs) I don't have to worry there's no
1: post-traumatic storm stress anymore for me actually it it really handled that and I want that for people uh, especially people that just don't have the resources to like up and move you know right Um, and
0: and most people don't I mean I hear people all the time saying well they should just move well this isn't free. Do you free. have a
1: GoFundMe like you, and a career do do? somewhere else? Like, <laughs> exactly. we can get real. Um, well, how's Puerto Rico these days?
0: Supposedly, they're slowly getting back to being able to exist. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, you know, when the government finally acknowledged the fact that a lot of people had been killed... Mm-hmm. I mean, they just flat, the government just flat-hid that. Yeah. Not the Puerto Rican government, the U.S. government. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, once they came up and said there had been thousands of people killed, I think
2: it, it started it getting better because, it it it, you know,
0: yeah. you look at the devastation, you're like, how can yep. there only be a few people killed like we were hearing? And, yep. and that, I think, is where everybody was.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's it points to, you know, how do we... I talk about this a lot with some of my friends. Like, how do you manage your... Sort of like trauma brain or your saturation. You know, I had a a friend, dear, dear friend, uh, lose her nephew in the Santa Fe shooting. Right. And uh, that was really rough uh, for her and her family and in her local community in Santa Fe. And, you know, you certainly saw it on the news. I was in California at the time I saw it. So it was either in my experience in California, it was like you were either watching the royal wedding or you were watching the Santa Fe live actually at the at the school you know when it was happening
0: that's scary
1: (laughs) so it made it made the news in california but her experience when she finally got to get a trip to go away for a little de-stressing she went to boston or something and people were mainly not talking about it at all or talking about um the Florida shooting still, the Parkland still. And so it was like, how do you process what matters to you and what matters to everyone? What do you process, what you see, what you don't see? That's, it's, it's, it's really different because media is different, how it impacts you is different, how you care for yourself is different. But I think people really want to know, because we came out of a really long stretch of incidences, right? Like, Blacks being shot in the street, trans hate bills, uh, president, you know, like lots of stuff where it just impacted people. Like, how do you not get down about all that?
0: And I think that's continuing. Yeah. And part of the, I think part of the problem is that it doesn't feel like you have anything you can do about it. Mm -hmm. You you know, you feel pretty much helpless and impotent with it because... Current government and, you know, the current federal government, which always used to be the sort of backstop for equality, Mm -hmm. just doesn't care about that anymore. In fact, if anything, they're making it worse. Right. And so I I think there's a a lot of frustration in there. there. There's a lot of things going on that are really, really difficult. Yeah. And I think... You know, we've had trans people killed very frequently. There will be a bunch more killed before the end of the year. year More
1: this year. You know,
0: know, it's not something that I want to happen, but I know it's going to. So you just sort of have to get ready for it.
1: I mean, every year there's a count, and every year when we do our our Trans Day of Remembrance here in November, we uh, capture a booklet of those who have been murdered, and what we notice is that people have different names on their lists. Like not to say that they didn't die, but to say that the counts are slightly different because again, you might see a name somewhere that some other person
2: doesn't see. So, It could be really fun to even stay aware. There's some
0: other things with that. Let's take a quick break and we'll come back and talk about DOR.
2: Cool. If you're trans, intersex, or genderqueer and are a victim of a disaster, we can help with our Trans Disaster Relief Fund. And if you're going to college, university, or trade school, you can apply for one of our scholarships. Located in Houston, Texas, we hold weekly support group meetings and run the only community-owned transgender archive that's open to the public. Also, please keep in mind that our 2018 Houston Transgender Unity Banquet will be held Saturday, September 15, 2018. If you'd like to learn more about any of this, just go to transadvocate.com.
0: Okay, so we're back. And you know, with, with DOR as you were saying. We're
2: supposed to keep it positive.
0: Yeah, we're going to try to keep it yeah. all positive. Okay. I mean, DOR is negative, but it's acknowledging that this is something that's not okay.
1: I like how so, Kristen puts it. DOR is like, what does she say? The one time where trans people don't have to like explain themselves and educate, they just like can be with what comes up their emotions and not necessarily commiserate but right. yeah have and, the and, moment and it,
0: it's generally difficult yeah. so do we have the or scheduled
1: here yet? in houston it's november 17th okay at the ad bruce building where it usually is okay cool and uh on the u of h campus and we will have uh the google maps out that are accurate and uh it's usually really dark and sometimes rainy so we probably need some lights and stuff but right We'll uh do our regular sort of social upstairs first and then our uh actual ceremony um afterwards. Okay.
0: And and most so, likely. Yeah. So so basically uh, anybody's welcome. Yeah. And Seven we'll probably, o'clock, we come on prob- over. We will mm-hmm. probably have a couple of speakers and we'll certainly have readers, et cetera. Yep. Unfortunately we have plenty of names to read again. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know, I, I think before a break you were mentioning that um DOR different places have different names on the list. And part yes. of it part mm-hmm. of that, other than just seeing it or not seeing it, is that everyone evaluates whether or not A particular murder was because the person was a transgender person differently and we don't try to change that i mean if if you feel like it was then put them on your list if you feel like it wasn't then don't right and and you know there's been discussion about trying to standardize that across the country and nobody wants to everybody says no this is up to the people running dor for local area to decide what they think yeah you know in our case you know, if if it was like a couple that were together and they had a big argument and one of them ended up dead and they'd been together for ten years, we don't see that well, as just yeah, because they were it's not trans. Really a I hate mean crime. it's domestic yeah. violence, et cetera. On the other mm-hmm. hand, if it was you know, the the thing where someone saw someone in a restaurant and said, I don't like you, et cetera, and used all sorts of slurs and then killed them, yeah. okay, that's a trans hate right. crime, like it or not.
1: Right. And and if it's a local person, we try to include them either which way because we're impacted by that. Exactly. And, yeah.
0: And and so you know I, I think it's uh it, it's interesting that it's still going. I wish we didn't have to do it. Mm-hmm. Me too. And unfortunately, we do. Hmm. Um, we're we're because we have the trans advocate Brazil. Mm-hmm. Um, we're looking to get a bunch of feedback from our people there. Mm-hmm. On the Brazilian. Situation, Because as we mentioned last week, um, interestingly enough, there's a lot of transgender people running for office in Brazil this year. And that will be really interesting, mm-hmm. even if they don't get elected. Uh-huh. Just because just to take a stand. they're active in politics yeah. and they're publicly like, going you're out killing and doing us anyway. something, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and I, I think that's just amazing. And of course, there's lots of trans people running in the U.S. too. But that's oh, absolutely. That, that's not quite as different we're, as Brazil. we're not
1: getting open fire, gunned down in the streets. Like it's different. No. It's different. No, I
0: mean they, we are actually they, there are some problems in that those areas because we're running ahead of what we normally have with murders, uh-huh. and and that that's a concern mainly. In the South, except I saw that there was one in Philadelphia, but don't know any details about it or anything the other day. Yeah. So, you know, we will have DOR. If you're around Houston, uh, we would certainly invite you to attend Mm -hmm. ours. If you're someplace else, there's Mm -hmm. DORs all over the country. So, you know.
1: And also for your own emotional bandwidth, like, I find it very helpful to ask sort of what does the venue look like, uh, where is it at, how does this actually... Uh, what's the format of the honoring ceremony, because some people just say the names and light a candle and do a little uh, bell, uh, you know, and then move on. Some people actually read out how the murder took place. That could be very graphic. Some places are in a church that could be triggering, or it could be, you know, nourishing. So some places are outside, and you want to consider, you know, your visibility, and maybe, you might not be able to find them or whatever it takes to get out there. Mobility can be an issue for some people. So those are some questions that I find is important to ask, especially because we don't really get winters here in Houston, but it is November. It is raining. You're trying to do the right thing and be out in community. Find the right community to be with you that nourishes you in that night. It's okay to not go because there's a lot of people that don't go. I I think that's a really good point.
0: I think you know if if you feel like I don't think I can do this. This is going to be a problem for mm-hmm. me, and I don't want to. Then you probably please shouldn't don't. go.
1: Yeah, please take care. And and, yeah. and
0: in Houston, at least, there's usually two or three different DOR go have celebrations.
1: Have a meal. <laughs> yeah, like we do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> go have some hot cakes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Of course, I think that's a southern thing. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it, sure. It's like I'll... oh, let's go eat. Yeah. That'll solve the world.
1: So Kuma likes to. Um, light incense per person that passed i think is that's what i think that's what he does so that way at least one name was you know loved and honored and uh i think that that's really great um it's also incredibly potent so you know <laughs> yeah figure it out. You gotta watch your allergies if yeah that's there. a lot of that's a lot of incense so yeah so the, dor is coming up yep before cool. then there's october and I don't think that we do much with this with our organizations, but there's, you know, national coming out day that's about to happen. All, there
0: are also Halloween parties. There are also Halloween parties. <laughs> thought amazing. I mentioned that. Yes,
1: that's going to be amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, there's some things. And the World AIDS Day comes up right around DOR, so I always appreciate that and, uh-huh. you know, try to partner with the programming. So it's going to be event season, which is nice to get out, but also maybe – they're not really entertaining you know sometimes so I think and, it's cool to have the Halloween parties
0: and this is a time of year where a lot of people in our community mm-hmm. uh, basically have some you know down times etc and by down I mean you know negative emotions and and those sorts yeah, of things the because feels for for a lot of us the holidays were not the best time of our lives if you nope. will they were yeah. the time of our lives at least for me when I really wish that I was different and that I wasn't having to conform. It's not and, just the costume. And exactly. If yeah. I wear
1: the costume am I really going to like pass and be believing or am I going to fail like what happens when yeah, and, and people and, see and, me like I want to be
0: right and there's and a lot of things that go on and then you know there's also the the family time for a lot of people in our community isn't the best thing and yeah. that's growing up you know Thanksgiving perhaps is not it wasn't great. great yeah i mean the you know and those sorts of things great. so you know sort, sort of watch and make sure you're taking care of yourself yeah. i think that's the biggest thing yeah
1: you feel like the ugly sweater instead of wearing the ugly sweater <laughs> that was popular oh, now you're talking about that was me a, no that's a, that was a theme last year like I, I i knew a lot of people having a lot of ugly sweater like parties and i know like, it, and i like people were selling new ugly sweaters yes. like no 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 that doesn't work yeah and,
0: and i refuse to go to any yeah. of them because no. i'm like i do no, not no, no, want no, no, to no. specifically go someplace where you're supposed to wear ugly clothes i'm mm-hmm. sorry it's the one thing that i have left in my life <laughs> exactly. is nice clothes <laughs> yes <laughs> you know?
2: yes yes
0: but, but yeah and, and and the other thing about it is that Some of the people's ugly sweaters, they wanted to be cute, ugly sweaters. Yes,
1: that's hilarious. And I'm
0: like, no, Uh, no, that's not the way this works. If you're going to say it's an ugly sweater, it needs to be ugly.
1: (laughs) No, Kuma had one party when you're, maybe more than one, where you make your ugly sweater.
2: Yes.
0: That's
1: kind of cool. That's kind of cool. But they were never ugly. They were like really creative.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I basically... Missed the theme on one of those parties I'm sure. and attended. I'm sure.
1: I'm sure. So have some fun, like make some laughs, have some self time or some community time, whatever feels good for you. Um, yeah, yeah, that can really pass the time.
0: Yeah, and and, and that's the biggest thing. Do something. Yeah. Worst comes to worst, find a friend and go get something to eat. I think that seems to be the solution. That's easy.
1: (laughs) That's easier. It's kind of hard on the holidays. But, you know, make your own holiday. That was a thing that was suggested to me at one point in my life. And I thought, how bizarre is that? But really, when I made my own holiday uh, on my own terms, it really opened some stuff up in in a good way. I didn't have to go through all that
0: crap again. There's certain holidays that I just basically want to be someplace and do nothing Mm -hmm. and just sort of relax. And by that, I'm talking about, you know, like here in Houston, we've got the water wall out in the Galleria area. Mm -hmm. One day, I went and spent about three hours just taking pictures of the water falling.
2: That's nice. Now,
0: this may seem totally boring, but boy, do I have a lot of pictures of water falling.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That is nice, though. Some
0: of them are nice backdrops. In fact, some of them have been used in advertising that's been seen a lot of places right and, and right and you know and they're like how long did it take you to get those i'm like i don't know i was doing nothing else yeah. that day yeah. i was just listening to the water and do something the birds yeah. and just wanting to be away from everything Yeah. bring
1: out those board games bring out those virtual realities like whatever works for you just you know have fun right. but also leave a like I'm okay. <laughs> no need to check in on me. No like I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. Don't. Cause we also start tapping the people we haven't heard from. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's also a part of our like self care community yeah. is like, I haven't heard from this person tap on them. Like, you know, like you should yep. check in with them. The, don't wait. I saw someone's post about this. Um, in the in the realm of um in the topic of depression and and you know don't wait for somebody who's depressed to reach out to you because <laughs> that's really hard on their end like it's very you know, difficult like, so you do the reaching like yeah. you do the hello and, you do the like whatever
0: it's something you know that you should think about if you, if you have friends that might be taking a lot of prescription medication uh uh-huh. an awful lot of prescription medication Tends to make people prone to depression,
1: uh-huh. and so
0: if you're doing that, especially if it's new, you know if they've started taking a bunch, just started, and now they're getting into the time of year when things might be Wacky depressed. Wonky. They might be really, really, really drastically Different. more depressed. So just you know, you just think about that, mm-hmm. and and yeah, you know, a lot of times all it takes is a phone call yeah. and. It just helps.
1: Yep, they're still breathing. That's good.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> they got a leg up in the situation.
0: Yeah, right. It's like, so. oh, cool. You're still alive. Got it.
1: <laughs> and I laugh, but you've had different oxygen rates, so <laughs>
0: absolutely.
1: <laughs> still breathing. Okay, good. But uh,
0: but you know it, it, You know just just think about it, and every now and then, uh, what I found is in the holidays when yeah, something comes up and you just sort of check on somebody or you do whatever, and suddenly you become better friends right and you figure out that they're sort of neat
1: right one thing I learned uh and I have 15 years of sobriety and like one thing I learned getting sober is I can't always uh get out of my own head so I'll call people and say how's your day like I don't want to share about my life and I want to get out of my life and out of my head but uh I don't quite know how to say I need help and I don't always need help but I always say how's your day and I find that most people want to talk about their day, so it really <laughs> works, and next thing you know, I'm like out of my head and into their life, and I get updated, and uh, I started to accumulate a lot of people in my life because of that one uh, self-care tip, and uh, there's pros and cons about
0: that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can be sitting there saying, you don't know what, I'm doing? Oh, great. Right, right, right yeah. you're and, right. And and you know... The- I basically have a phobia against cold calling people without a reason. Right. And so what I'll find is that I'll wander around coming up with reasons. Uh-huh. And pretty soon when I'm at work, hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah, I need to ask them yeah. this question. And you call and they're like, well, I told you that two days ago. I'm like, oh, I forgot. Oh,
1: jeez. <laughs> uh, nothing to do well, with it. <laughs> all right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Just checking. Oh, sorry there. Yeah. You know,
0: yeah. That's Yeah. And all of that's sort of like the way humans interact with humans and hopefully Mm -hmm. take care of each other. Mm
1: -hmm. Because that phone just starts to waste so much when you can't really pick it up. Oh, yeah. yep. which I think uh, is great for, you know, texting's good, messaging's good, but it's also good to get that, like, chat.
0: Yeah, the problem with texting and messaging is that it can be read wrong.
1: Exactly, it can be. And
0: if the person sending it is in a, not perfectly great mood, mm-hmm. it can really come across wrong. <laughs>
1: that's true. That is true. That is very true.
0: And, and you know, I mean, if it if it's something that yeah, you've been talking and you need to update a couple of things, no problem. But yeah. but I, I really think you need to hear somebody's voice. Yeah, it and tells you a lot. Yes, it exactly. Tells you a
1: lot. Yep, yep.
0: And 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 so I think that's a a, a major thing. The uh, other stuff that I think can happen is that. Look at the stuff that's going on in your community. Mm -hmm. For instance, in Houston, for some strange reason, our museum spent an ungodly amount of money. Okay, tore down three of the parts of the museum and built them back up.
1: Uh Most people have
0: not seen this because it's a lot of construction. It's like just go and look.
1: Yeah, check and, out check out venues you haven't seen and, before. And it,
0: it gets you outside. It gets mm. you looking at interesting things. But yep. just anything like that that's new. There's new restaurants mm-hmm. all over the place here, yep. at least. Try new uh,
1: things. Even driving home new routes, like right. switch it up a little Any, bit.
0: Anything that's a little bit yeah. different, just sort of to get yourself moving and those mm-hmm. sorts of things. Uh, and and you know, I mean, I don't know whether. The November election is going to be something that most of the people in our community find positive or negative. I don't know how it's going to turn out, neither does anyone else.
1: Well, it wouldn't be our first election where we were like let down.
0: No, but everybody really <laughs> has high hopes for this one. Was,
1: well, that's what happens when you have suspense. It
0: like, is.
1: Exactly. There's like a, like, the good thing is people are attentive, but the bad thing is people so, are like waiting.
0: Exactly. You know? So what do you do during ele- when election night? Do you do anything special?
1: I have done a mix of things. The, the last, uh, like for the last president, I actually went over to someone's house that we had common uh, viewpoints. <laughs> we shared common viewpoints for let <laughs> so We, of of we be throw that out happy there. Happy
0: together or yeah, not? Exactly happy right. Together. Like,
1: like we were, we were, we were trying to be happy together. Okay, <laughs> yeah. So, and as the night was going uh, for the for Trump versus Clinton, it started looking not so great and yeah. and then also watching social media i found out like oh i have friends that have very different viewpoints <laughs> oh okay so i said so it was one of those moments where you really learn about people while also watching a ship go down kind of situation right? on the tv <laughs> and then i had this moment where uh i was watching um NBC, or is that the Rachel Maddow one? MSNBC. MSNBC. Yeah, that's the only one we're going to watch. And so, uh, with the friends I was with. And so, uh, they were flashing the election numbers on there and it to me it appeared like as if it was the Hunger Games flash. <laughs> like not to be all millennial, but seriously, it looked like the freaking hum- Hunger Games pointage. And I was like, oh no, Hollywood, you do not prepare me for the disaster you're about to show me. I will not. No pass. And so I was really holding out for Hawaii and my friends are like, oh honey, that's <laughs> that's yeah, not gonna happen. So exactly. uh that's the long answer of how it went. And a political party but otherwise i i like i usually like watching people's social media comments because we have a lot of active i'm on a lot of activist feeds You're right. and uh they like, you can learn a lot of education while people are watching too. Not just like what's going on, but sort of the thought process behind it and what worked and what didn't. Like you hear a lot. Oh yeah. Uh, but and sometimes it, I have to like hold myself under a blanket and be like, I'm just going to wait for the results. Like, cause well, I don't like suspense. And,
0: and the, you know, the over analyzing that goes on, yes. you know, it's like, okay, there've been four votes. Reported. Here's what's right. going to happen. I can't do and that. And you're like, no, I can't do
1: that. <laughs> you don't like, know this. Okay, the political party I went to, I mean, definitely had cake. Uh, definitely had some great people. We we're definitely watching, you know, some eye candy and head candy. And like, I mean, there was some fun involved. Otherwise, right. I'm probably not going to be there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because
0: yep. yeah, usually, you know, I have like four or five candidates that I really support heavily. Yes. And I try to make whatever parties they're having.
1: Sure. What happened? That's is, a lot of parties.
0: I make the first one. Okay. And then I'm like, oh, gosh, I've got to go catch the second one. And by the time I get to the second yeah. one, they're all done and gone because either they lost or won. Right. And if they won, they're really partying and going elsewhere. Right. And so I miss that. And then I start chasing the other two. And for practical purposes, lot. I spend my night driving around. So this year I've decided, right. nope, not going to do any Girl, of that. Girl, you get around. I'm going to basically have a party and invite anybody over that wants to come over. And <sighs> we can watch or whatever. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> the other thing is, is, uh, when I, when we were watching for hero, there were a lot of parties for that to be in community. And, uh, you know, I really was, I was really n- not able to go out and be in a crowd in case we lost. Right. Like on one hand, it's good to be with people, you know? And on another hand, like I knew I was going to fall apart if we lost that one, that one was too dear to me. And so, uh, but I, I, there was a a politician that um, was really heavily into hero that was live streaming, you know, as the results came in and and there were people that did crumble and, it's okay, you know, and they crumbled together, and they had each other, and there was like there were so many hugs, right? That that could be really great, but it's also not for everyone. No, uh, I felt really fine with being by myself on that one, um, but I know a lot of people who were happy for the hugs because that was tough. So well, and
0: and I think a lot of expectations had gotten very high that it yeah. would actually pass, yeah. And I think people miss the effectiveness of fear mongering
1: yeah the houston equal rights ordinance was it I, I i think i think we didn't even know how far and wide the hate mongering had gone and also i think there was a question of like how ignorant are people and 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 how how much does that matter i mean because you don't know you well, don't know
0: and, and the problem is
1: now we know they
0: were only being <laughs> shown one side because the yeah. people who were supposedly defending it didn't
1: right right
0: I mean, they just basically took it as a fundraising type thing, right? And that
1: one was that one was literally close to home, and that one literally impacted me, and uh, so I, I just knew that I wasn't going to be like okay if it didn't pass to be in public, and so I just want to say for yeah, people. Yeah, there, there's
0: there's discussions about trying another round, not Woo! quite as comprehensive, but similar um, next year mm-hmm. with the city elections. Uh-huh. I've seen nothing other than discussions, but right. it'll be interesting.
1: Well, is there anything else we should talk about?
0: I don't think so. Any events coming up other than our wonderful Unity Banquet?
1: If you have any events that are coming up in your area, please uh, text, tweet, email us. Uh, if you know of any that we should put out there, there's there's been a few that have come along the way. I don't have any today. Uh, Gender uh, Unabound is in Austin. It, it comes up after our banquet, and it's an art festival and uh, the creator of that won an award at our banquet last year. So she's, she's out there. She's doing great things still. But in uh, uh, San Francisco, Oakland is having a pride festival. And I think that's amazing that it's not in the 107 degree weather. There's a few prides going on. Good for you. And
0: uh, the Woodlands here yeah. is having pride. Win. I don't know. It's soon.
1: I thought it would. Yeah, I, I, totally I thought it, it already it happened, pass. but it didn't. Oh, I have. I thought it had passed. So, so you know, um, I guess we are going to have to go to the Google for that one because I don't, I don't have it with me today. But uh, you know, get out if you want to. Stay in if it feels better. But uh, just let everyone know that yeah, you're and, all right. And see that I was gonna
0: say that's what happens when Kristen's not here. You know, Uh-oh. we get lazy and we just wing well, it and go on where we're yep, going.
1: Yep. <laughs> Be careful when you have the power of the record button. You should be ready to uh do complete work <laughs> whoops oh <Uh-oh. laughs> or just go to pancakes
0: i'm going panic I'm, okay. I'm going i'm doing the pancake approach okay. that sounds better to me all right well anyway. thanks
1: for listening and uh uh and we definitely do appreciate those that like and rate the podcast and share it with everyone else because that is pretty much free and it gets the word out. And we are thankful for all of our Patreon supporters and uh thankful for Kristen and all of her sound effects and all that she contributes and I hope she comes back with more ideas.
0: Thanks. Bye. We'll see you next week
2: thanks for listening to another edition of the trans advocate podcast we are a project of the transgender foundation of america a 501c3 nonprofit organization your support makes what we do possible resistance means nothing without supporting elected officials who won't attack trans intersex and queer children in our schools they can't vote so you're going to have to do it for them if you live in the u.s and are not registered to vote we can help you with that at our site register and vote no matter what
0: the trans advocate podcast was produced by kristen williams all rights reserved the trans advocate is a project of the transgender foundation of america a 501c3 nonprofit the views and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the trans advocate or the transgender foundation of america so see the real question is who wants to be christian
1: i think kristen stands alone she's just well yeah but if kristen
0: stands alone who's gonna say you know <laughs> welcome to the trans advocate podcast we have our regular cast today oh wait somebody's missing
1: <laughs> but yeah maybe we just start with i'm robin <laughs>
0: oh, <laughs> on so, our so, part so we so. skip the kristen part altogether
1: no, no well i hear some of the funny things you guys say when i'm not here so, so well where is she anyway
0: I don't know, but I think she's out doing journalist stuff with a whole bunch of other G O B T queer slash mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Journalists,
1: Those queers, and their writing.
0: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> their heady several, thoughts. Several hundred of their them, wonderful I'm told.
1: world ideas. So,
0: so that that means she's going to come back with two thousand new ideas. Good.
1: So <laughs> the key is
0: we need to run and hide.
1: Will it be after the banquet?
0: <laughs> I hope. Okay,
1: because that's that's. Everything's up to the bit right now. Yeah. <laughs>